Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. Welcome to the Sage Sayers. You're listening to Debbie McCullough. I'm a narrative coach and a communications coach from New Zealand based in the fine state of Wisconsin. Every week we unpack business communications, tips and strategies, and we interview interesting individuals from all over the world who found a gift, an opportunity, and knowledge from trying situations. This week we're responding to listener requests for tips and pointers on how to put together effective performance reviews. Performance reviews can trigger angst in all of us, and it's not surprising really because so much can feel at stake. And yet applying a blend of mental fitness communications coaching, and some journalistic savvy, you'll fly through this project in no time and you can gain the stellar results that you seek. So consider these five approaches to minimize the guesswork and reduce the worry with your next performance review. Step one, figure out what's bothering you about this task in the first place. Before strategizing on your performance review, I recommend taking a moment to think what is feeling hard about reviewing yourself. From the field, I hear the following obstacles. Uncertainty on which achievements to highlight. Uncertainty on how these wins align with the company's goals. And with that, insufficient input from your manager on what went well or didn't. I hear the obstacle of a general dislike of writing, any writing, and especially when writing in a second language. Hope for a promotion and with that pressure for perfection can get in our way. And then there's this general fear of failure, falling back, losing approval, no longer feeling useful. Whatever your obstacle, unpack all of the negative emotions coming up for you around this report. Then, with blameless discernment and with full self-empathy and compassion, build your awareness on what is at the root of your dismay with this review. Awareness builds power. Awareness builds comfort. And now you're ready to move towards step two. Step two, look for the gift and the opportunity. In Mental Fitness and in Positive Intelligence, the New York Times bestselling book by Shazad Shamin, we learn that any challenge can be turned into a gift. You have two options, accept or turn the challenge into a gift and or an opportunity. Here's what communicators might find as a gift when applying this technique towards your performance review. This request for information, this request for you to showcase yourself offers opportunities to gain input from a manager, your coach, and or a mentor. This review helps reveal what feels missing at work. You might realize that recognition or communication from your team on how their efforts align with company goals, especially when if you're working remotely, becomes a recurring theme. You might learn that 
feeling lonely, just this overall feeling of loneliness can obstruct you in sharing what it is that you've done well this past quarter. The performance review invites more awareness also on what parts of your joy brings, sorry, what part of your job brings joy and pride or the parts of your job that don't bring joy and pride and therefore helps you know where to focus your efforts. Whatever the gift, whatever the opportunity, by finding the sage perspective, this positive response to this difficult situation, you've quietened down the survivalist part of your mind. Now you can approach this task from a positive, more efficient, less fearful, and therefore more calm and confident mindset. Step three, explain what makes you proudest and why. With limited space on what to highlight, you have an opportunity here to analyze and then share with someone else what makes you feel proudest and why. In doing so, having this approach of thinking first, what am I actually proudest of? You're able to convey passion and high energy for what you do. You can also signal to your reviewer, your audience, your values, your interests, your superpowers, your focus, and then your ambitions. Where do you want to go next? As you outline your proudest wins, highlight and then analyze what this achievement means for you and for the company. Tie it back to your audience. And for that vital audience-centered part, you'll need some help. Step four, align your successes with company goals and industry trends and do that by reaching out to a manager or trusted colleague and especially if working remotely from the rest of your team and especially if working for a huge organization with global reach. You might want to once you've determined who this person is or who these people might be, you might want to share your preliminary ideas on what it is you want to share. Ask them what stands out to you as your most helpful work. You may then want to gain advice on how to tie things to to strategic goals and perhaps there's something you ought to research or read up on, including external trends and developments within your industry. This step helps make your review relevant and your achievements more relevant beyond you. And with that, you're going to be in a much stronger pace to hook and retain your audience. And that leads us nicely to the final step for this podcast. Step five, convey your ideas using clear, compelling language. So now you're putting it all together, all that you've just worked on, and I assure you the strategy I'm sharing will save you considerable time and angst. You're putting it all together in clear, accessible language and brief too, as often the word constraints and performance reviews can get tight. I'm hearing as few as 200 words per response. Here are a few tips and strategies to consider. Use active versus passive voice to achieve shorter, more specific, and clearer sentences. 
doing so, you'll also have a bit more of a take charge and a less lofty tone. Here's an example. My results were noticed. It's a perfectly fine sentence. Grammatically, it's 100% correct. But you're not being as specific and you are not being as warm as you might be if you change it to active voice. My results were noticed versus clients noticed the results. Going even more specific, 80% of our clients noticed these results. See the shift there? So active versus passive voice for shorter, more specific and clearer sentences. Step two, minimize the jargon. I know you'll want some buzzwords in place to feel like you're in and you're providing that comfortable blanket that jargon can bring sometimes, but avoid stacking the jargon. Cherry pick one or two per response and avoid stacking, otherwise you will start to sound like a promotional brochure and you'll lose an opportunity to be specific because jargon breeds a vague ambiguity. Step three, keep the language simple. The Economist newspaper group Style Guide has this wonderful rule that prevails and helps us in business writing too. Never use a fussy or complicated word when a simple one will do. And yes, indeed, keep the language simple to help hook and retain your audience. You also don't come across as showy when you're keeping that language simple. You're also helping keep your language accessible, helping your reader skim this review. Last tip, and this isn't a complete list of best guidelines for clear and accessible writing, but it's a a handful of rules that might help you in your next performance review. I recommend using contractions like I'm proud versus I am proud and we versus and personal pronouns like we versus the division or the company or the organization. And doing so, and you're going to sound more warm, more accessible, and you can trim some words too. So now you've some coaching, writing, and strategy tips in place for acing your next performance review. Perhaps the task feels more doable than before. I certainly hope so. Regardless, good luck with your work, good luck with your submission, and may the force be with you. You've been listening to Debbie McCullough and the Sage Sayers calling in from Muskego, Wisconsin. It was a pleasure having you with me today, and good luck with your work week and your next performance review. If you'd like to find out more about me and my coaching and training, look for the show notes for my website and my email address. You can also look me up on LinkedIn under DG McCullough. Thanks for listening. It was a pleasure being with you today, and I look forward to speaking with you again next week. Bye for now.